0: Isaiah 53, 4 through 6. Yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on Him the sins of us all. Yeah. How's about it, Kenneth? You hold that. Yes. Anya, come on, grab a couple of things for me. Grab a couple of things. Welcome. <laughs> I'm just going to look at that for a couple of minutes, that'd be passage. R- really well, if I'm if I'm telling the truth, I'm going to look at it for in between five and ten minutes. And it's for everyone, because that's what God's Word is. It's the Word of life for everyone. And it's got wisdom beyond our understanding if we would just but listen. Do you notice a few things there? It says in verses four through to six, a lot about us. It mentions our quite a bit. In my NIV version, it says... He took up our infirmities, carried our sorrows. Further down it says in verse 5, he was crushed for our iniquities. And the, Is that all of them? Have I missed any? Oh yes, our tr- but he was pierced for our transgressions. I'm going to ask someone to come up here for a second. Now, who is going to be a willing victim? <laughs> Christine here. I did have some. I did have someone on my mind. Yes. Oh Come on. <laughs> I did. About anyone, take a round of applause. I'd say a bow. <laughs> a round of applause. <laughs> so he here is all the hour. There's a lot of difficult things. Infirmities. That's like diseases. Ailments. (laughs) No, 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 no. I can easily do this. Don't you worry yourself. Right. Okay. Things that are tough to carry. I mean, that's okay. That jacket's roomy enough. Um, But once you put on other stuff, And then once we start putting on other stuff, we start to feel a little bit infirm, (laughs) you know, I think. Uh, Zip this one up as well. Are you feeling hot yet? I'm roasting, I don't know about you, but I'm absolutely roasting, right? But, But if that, Christine might be able just to get through life with stuff like that one. glory, glory, glory. Here we go. But this is the truth, I think, of this verse. We've got a lot of stuff that we carry. Keep that up there, come on. (laughs) We've got a lot of stuff that we carry. I walked across Spain. I walked from Seville to Santiago de Compostela, 625 miles, and I did it with 12 kilograms on my back. And I didn't take a scarf, (laughs) but you know, there were some days it was brutal, it was hard work, especially first thing in the morning. (laughs) Just stay there a minute, you're a great illustration. (laughs) Here is what Psalm 147 verse 3 says for for us. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, our infirmities. We often, and we quite rightly celebrate that Jesus died for the sins of the world. But you know, He died for our infirmities, our brokenness. And it was laid upon Him. Here's what it says in Matthew chapter 8. About what we're trying to illustrate here in verses 16 and 17. When evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to him, and he drove out the evil spirits with a word that healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. This morning we prayed, just over there, just the worship team, we prayed for little Charlie, who was, Charlie's not here today, no. He was meant to come today. First time he had been at church in a wee while. He's been really unwell. He's got, he's got lots of medical problems, and he was in too much pain to come. So we prayed that the infirmities, Not specifically those words, we prayed that he would be healed because Jesus came to bind up the brokenhearted, but Jesus came to take our infirmities. He came to take up our sorrows. Also, says in Mark chapter 2, bear with me, I know this is quite warm. Let me read this little bit from 9 through to 12. Which is easier, Jesus said. He said to the paralytic, What is easier? to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and take your mat and walk, but that you and I may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat and go home. And he he got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all, This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. But Isaiah says it would happen. When the Messiah came, he would. Let's read that just again so we don't forget. In Isaiah 53, stay with me. You'll never forget this talk. (laughs) Um, Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows Yet we considered him stricken from God, <laughs> smitten by him and afflicted. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. See, Jesus doesn't pay for his own sins because he was without sin. Completely and utterly obedient to the Father's will. Always. He took our garbage, the things that weigh us down, that hold us back. But, it says, right at the beginning, I think, in verse 5, it says, um, but that fullness of, the fullness of Christ's suffering does this, and it says this in 1 Peter, And he himself, Jesus, bore our sins in his body on the cross that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. For by his wounds you were healed. So Jesus was stricken. He was smitten. He was afflicted. He was pierced. He was crushed. He didn't just take the title of sin. He took all the consequences of sin. All the baggage, even the baggage of others, we try and carry others And we try and, and I know this as a pastor, you try and carry people's burdens and journey with them and wish them all the best. And really, more often than not, when you do it in your own strength and not in God's Spirit, you can't. You're burdened, you're broken because you're trying to carry other people's things. And it's like a dead weight in your back. We're to carry one another's burdens in the power of the Holy Spirit. So Jesus even takes all of that on himself. Now, I think I can relate to grief. I know what it means to cry. I know what it means to be depressed. I know what it means for people to say things. Sticks and stones may break my bones, and names will never hurt me. I remember names that people have called me. So we understand grief, that Jesus would take our grief, and we are all very happy for that. But some of us don't like to admit that Jesus takes our sin as it says there in verse 5. We tend to think of ourselves a wee bit better than we are. But in verse 6, it's very clear. And I'm just going to finish on this in one little wee illustration. We all like sheep have gone astray. You and me. Each of us has turned to our own way. We want to be the boss of our lives. And we don't want Jesus to be the boss of the cross. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. And here's the beauty of what it is. It is this. <coughs> Laid on the cross. I can remember a lot of bad things I've done in my life. I can remember a lot of the wounds. I can remember many Years in and out of just being depressed and not being able to speak. Can remember hopes that I had, and they were dashed. I remember some rubbish things that I've done. And here is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. My burdens, my sins, the things I was not meant to carry. It was too heavy for me, too sweaty as well. <laughs> I was stripped of them. By the power of the cross, I was stripped of them. And the wheel stop there. <laughs> we'll give this lady a big round of applause. and it was laid on him the iniquities of us all." Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shall we pause and pray with that thought? In a gathering of this size, there are burdens, there are griefs, there is sin. We're all Jock Thompson's bairns. And I allow the silence, even if some of our kids are distracted, some of our kids will not be distracted and will enter into this. Can we just pause before the cross of Christ and in our way in the silence, give to him once again that which he has already paid for it is finished. And be free of the burden and the guilt and the shame and no lightness and no forgiveness and no adoption into God's family, not because of what you have really done, but because in your heart and maybe even in your knee, you have willingly bowed the knee before Jesus. Shall we pray in the silence together? And I thank you, Jesus, for this resurrection day. Thank you that you were obedient to the Father's will. Father, that you sent your Son to die on the cross. You sent your Son to live as we have lived. And in his obedience, he was without sin. That he did this in the power of the Spirit. And I thank you that it is finished, it is complete. What he has done is once and for all. We wait in anticipation for when he will return again to make all things new, judging the living and the dead. May we be ready. In your grace and in your mercy, our Father who is in heaven, hear our prayer. Amen. Amen.